Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Masters Connect Podcast. I am Marvin Ramirez. Thank you for joining us another week on mental wellness and starting, pretty much starting off your week with the right type of mental. Sitting to my side here, I have the wonderful author, poet, um, she's, a, she's a life's journey woman, she's a survivor of all sorts, uh, Asia Zellner, how are you? Great. Great, good. You look, uh, look a bit tense, but... You know, I'm happy. You happy? Yeah. Okay. You sure? You not just saying that? Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> you know, you could. We talking here. I know. I know. <laughs> Relax. All right. Cool. Let's go. Let's let's get into this. Okay. So before, um, I just want to say, so you have two books out right now, right? One yes, of I them do. is the first one is Poetic Insights Through the Journey of Life. Mm-hmm. The second one is uh, I am a survivor. Survivor of sexual assault. Survivor of sexual assault. Um, seems deep um must have took a lot out of you to to write a book on you know let alone the the insights that you learned through life but you know going through something that you went through and then writing about it um before i let you expand on that or talk about that as much as you would like to um i want to read off from your first book that you had um poetic insights to the journey of life there was one there was one in particular poem that connected with me um, immediately. Like, I'm reading the book beginning to end, and this one I just kept going back to. Um, it's called Identity. And I'm going to read it here, and then I just want to ask you about it as well. Okay. Um, so, it goes. Identity. A sense of self, knowingly ignorant with self-acknowledgement, viewing a shadow searching for identification, lost in the fear of gaining self. Covering up voids with sex, tears, liquor, and mental instability. Asking myself, who am I? Why am I here? Suffering to find a sense of self, hiding to find a sense of my identity. So when I first... Oh, you wanted to jump? Super deep. Okay. Okay. Before, like when I read that, I just, like, immediately, like it says, you know, I ask myself that question, who am I? And I try to, I personally try to find a sense of myself reading that. Like, I love poems, I love quotes, anything that makes me look deeper into myself. Um, Being that you wrote that, I'm pretty sure you looked into yourself deeper. Um, With that being said, I just want to ask you the, the number one question. Who are you? I'm a person who's still searching for myself. Um, I'm surfacing and finding ways to to learn about myself. But right now, I'm on a journey of loving myself. Okay. Um, Because that's one of the things that I've been um, having difficulty with. And Mm -hmm. um, once you learn how to love yourself, everything else comes easy. Okay. What what steps did you take prior to that? Like, how how tough was it at times to, to find the strength to just get up and love yourself because you say okay because i i know i've been there so i know it takes time you know when you're going through something it's not so easy to just say i love my life i love myself right now so you know i i i found my way and for you it was writing yep what um what would be one of your what's your favorite one out of um poetic insights hmm I have a lot. Um, okay. I'm pretty, yeah. 
if one sticks out to you for your first for your first book? Masterpiece. 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 Why is that? Well, first read it. Masterpiece. A broken model that holds cracks within it might be mistaken as trash. If you can take the time to create a structure out of it with special treatment, it could be a masterpiece. I felt as if I was damaged, being called a mistake. At times treated as trash, but with the right people to help me structure myself with special treatment. I'm becoming a masterpiece. Um, one of the first classes that I had with um, Mr. Jackson, he basically said, broken models can be fixed. Mm -hmm. Broken glass could be fixed. All you have to have is patience. Um, that's what I got out of it. Um, everybody has their own way of building themselves back. Even though you're broken, you could come back looking like gold. No. And you could look better. You could have better things coming to you. I'm, I'm just waiting for the masterpiece to be finished. That's a, so it's a journey. It is right a journey. Now. How you how you feeling the journey? It's tough at times. Yeah. It's like, I want to give up, but I can't give up because people are looking at me. I'm looking at myself. My okay. son is looking at me. Now I have eyes on me. I can't break okay. anymore. Um, yeah, it's a it's an emotional journey. I feel you, that, that journey. But at the, end, at the end of the journey, it always seems worth it. Especially, you know, you, you want to live by that. The whole thing of, you know, working hard to get someplace. You know, I know it sometimes seems the journey is longer but like you said you know some you got to have patience sometimes yeah. it takes longer for some people shorter for others um going into your second book um i am a survivor of sexual assault yeah. do you care to talk about that and what helped you um what helped you write that what helped you go into that and what what message with what message are you trying to spread to others with that book when you wrote it um, so the second book is, it was basically therapy for me. Even though I had a counselor, I needed more therapy because an hour every week is not going to help me deal mm -hmm. with what I'm yeah, dealing with. so much in a day. Um, so that book I wrote in four days. Um, mm -hmm. I knew exactly how I wanted to write the book because it was my experience. It was my emotions just imprisoned in my head so I needed to let it go before I actually went crazy um, yeah it was it was therapy um, my message my message for people is if you have a story don't be ashamed of what you're going through embrace it and try and motivate and inspire people um, you don't want to be stagnant you don't want to still be imprisoned or just not wanting to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to make an impact in the world, even though people are scared to even read about sexual assault. Mm -hmm. It's something that needs to be spoken about because it seems like everybody or somebody that you know or you're related to is going to go through something and you might not know who's going through what. Mm -hmm. So it's always <clears throat> good to um, tell your story. Okay. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. For those who, what what advice would you have for someone who 
because not everyone has um, strength to tell their story or or feel like they'll they'll be in a position. You know, I'm just throwing random things out there that you know I, I don't know personally, but I'm assuming one might have to go through and you know telling their story. Um, different consequences, you know, not negatively, but you know what I mean. Like might happen for that. For someone who maybe can't tell their story or feels like they definitely can't tell their story, what would you say to them, you know, as they keep it inside of them? Because there might be someone who just never is able to tell it. What would um, you say to that person? For anybody that's listening to this podcast, in my book, I put my contact information. Um, so if you're dealing with anything, it's good for you to talk to people and not to keep it... Um, to yourself because it will hurt you in the end um it hurt me a lot i couldn't tell my family the way i wanted to because i was scared of people judging me um now every time i meet somebody it's like i'm a survivor i'm happy now i'm not i didn't want to give up i wanted to give up when it happened and Giving up is not going to help in the long run. What kept you going? My son and myself. Masters, Connect helped me. Um, yeah. How did, well, obviously we know like family-wise and, and doing things for your for your son growing up, but um, can you explain how Masters helped you? Um, so I came to Strive. How did that, like yeah, a, how did that come about? I came to Strive like a lost bunny. Okay. I didn't know what to do. I was in class crying in front of people every time. I was asked a simple question. Who are you? <laughs> Not even. What, what? what color is the sky? Yeah. Tears coming out of my face. <laughs> just, you just looked at it differently. How do I exactly? <laughs> I didn't know how to answer. I didn't know how to talk to people. It was, um, it was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Mr. Jackson, um, I spoke to Mr. Jackson during the class because he really touched me. And I told him that I'm ready. I'm ready for change. I want change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid of what will come with change. Um, so I didn't want to be a, a lost bunny anymore. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a f- beautiful butterfly, yeah. you know. Um, so right now I'm in a, I'm still in a cocoon. Still, <laughs> I'm still in a cocoon. You're still in that. Yeah. Um, what, um, I would say like, what, what keeps you, you say you're in a cocoon. Do you ever feel like you have any setbacks? Have you, have you been in a position where you felt like, you know, you're doing good and then something happens yes. where you just feel like you just, you're going to fail like immediately? Um, can I talk about it? Um, whatever you want to talk about. So, you know, after writing my first book, um, I published it and everything was good. I was happy. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the AIDS walk. Okay. Oh, I remember this. Okay. We went to the AIDS walk as a group and, um, I saw my rapist, um, in the crowd and I freaked out. Right then and there, I could have given up. Right there, I could have just... I don't know. I felt like I was doing so good, and then the devil was trying to pull me back in. 
Um, I just didn't know how to react to it, so I freaked out. Yeah, I remember seeing you. We was everything was chill, and then yeah. out of nowhere, you just kind of looked to me like having a panic attack. Just had to step to the side. And oh yeah, it was a bad panic attack, and you know I let him. So what did that actually? Besides that immediate, um, because I'm pretty sure you thought about it. It stayed on your mind probably, you know, for the day or so. Um, how did that feel? How did you keep going through that? Well, I went to the park wanting to do the walk. Yeah. Um, that was my main focus. Um, I don't know. I just felt really weird being in the same vicinity as him. Um, it's like. It felt like I didn't do what I wanted to do or... Because I really wanted to go up to him and react, mm -hmm. but that would be stupid. So I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Jackson held me back and we just waited for him to walk. And then with the support of you guys with me, I walked. Just walked as if a normal day. Because that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Setbacks. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> setbacks that setback. set you up for for the for the payday. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, like you can say. And that um, made me want to write the book. And that's what made you write the second book, I'm a Survivor. Wow, so look at that. You know, if you look at it from that viewpoint, it actually makes sense that it actually that's the title inspired. of your book. Yeah, it's an inspiration to show that you are a survivor from that and you're not gonna let the sight of him whatever happened with the justice system that didn't go right with that because um, you talked about that other times yep. um, we don't have to get into that right now but you know the fact that you didn't feel at a certain point that justice was served and then you have to go through that and then gain the inspiration from that to write your second book which you know I'm pretty sure, like I said, it took a lot to get out of, but it's something that you probably feel better getting out and then also helping others do that as well. Most definitely. Um, with that, let's go towards the, where do you, with that, with the book, The Survivor, where do you see yourself going from there? So this is the journey, so we went through a journey of your life. Can you explain those stages of the books, starting from your first one to your second one, and then kind of, if you know at this moment, just give us a direction possibly of where you're going with your books or what, what you're trying to tell the stories with them. Um, you get what I'm saying? Like, sort of. All right, so let's just start with your first book. Mm -hmm. That, I, we have spoke before about this and you have said that that was um, not like a who are you, but you was lost, was it? Yeah. In your first book? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then that's you. I was trying to find that. myself because um, my life itself, everybody's life itself is, is a journey, but it's the way you look at it. There may be good things, bad things, whatever you have to deal with. This is what do you, very emotional. What do you, what do you um, see? What do you want to take it? What do you, what do you want to take your, your, your poetry to? I want to take my poetry into a place where it's accepted. Right now, I don't think it is accepted because of 
what's in the book. I'm a very raw poet and author. I speak my mind. I don't hold nothing back. No sugarcoating, no. None of that. Um, I'm just, there's a lot of people that's afraid of reading the truth. They want to hear, you know, oh, you know, life is, you know, sugar and cream, but life is not like that. Yeah, not for everyone. Not for everyone. There may be, you know, a relative that you may know that's going through whatever. They could be domestic violence and you don't know. Anything. Your mom could be raped when you was younger. You might not have known because they're not going to talk. So this is the type of things with both of my books um, that I want to bring into the light. With the second book, I had an event. Um, and I was invited to to a, to two different shelters um, to speak to the women and men who've who went through same okay. experiences. How did that go? I'm still waiting. Oh, okay. Oh, and, yeah, I thought you weren't already. Okay. No, it's a, it's a couple of. I have to wait a couple of months. Okay, to set yeah. it up and whatnot. Okay. Well, when you do have that, just let me know, and I'll let everybody else know as well. Okay. Um, still good. Yeah. <laughs> See, that wasn't so bad, right? It's very yeah. emotional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but talking through it, I mean, that's that's the purpose of the podcast and just being connected through through masters and and just as people. It's just being able to, you know, is even though knowing that even myself and, and you, like, we don't see each other as much, but we're communicative Regardless, you know, throughout the days about certain things, whether you're having a bad day, setting up the podcast, setting up things with other people within the mentoring program, you know, like it's all about that connection of just getting, getting the word out there and just letting people know that they're not alone in their journey. Yep. So, and we're family. Yes, definitely a family. Um, so, yes, with that, I would like to thank you again for you. being on this episode and um, opening up on some things that definitely are hard but like you said you want others to see that it's not that difficult to get through it um you can and there is a a light at the other side so um yes so everyone again thank you for listening to our third episode of masters connect podcast remember you can download if you have the anchor app you can download it you can share your feedback with us. You can give us positive reviews, negative reviews, whatever it is. We'll just take a review right now. Um, let us know if you have any topics that you want to give us for the next episode, future episodes. Just let us know. Drop it in the comment section and whatnot. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Enjoy your week. Bye. <laughs>